Welcome to Eat This Scroll, a University Fellowship Church podcast. My name is Chris Moore, and I am happy that you're here. I assume you're out there listening to my voice wherever you're at. It's what uh, you know gives me peace as I, I doze off in this sweet, sweet dreamland every night. Uh, we get together about twice a week to chew on God's word and what areas of our lives we're being challenged and encouraged by in hopes that we can pass that off to you so that you too will be encouraged and challenged and edified. And that as a result of that, God will be glorified and we will all be able to support each other better growing up in maturity. And then this week, we've got Jamie Harms with us. Hello, Jamie. Hi, Chris. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So happy to have you here. Thank you. So you guys, man, I was looking at the calendar the other day. Haley was showing me it and she was like, yeah, so here is when um, Rejoice ends. And then the following week is when Encounter begins. You guys have been back-to-back women's Bible studies for like months now. We do. We have done back-to-back. We have taken a few breaks. Okay. So um, our Esther study ended at the beginning of November and then we picked back up in January. We took the holidays off. And actually, um, maybe I need to correct the calendar if it says that. We are finishing up Philippians, Mm -hmm. Rejoice in Philippians on March 23rd. Okay. And then we're going to start right after Easter. So there's a two week break in there. Okay. For spring break and the week leading up to Easter. Unbelievable. <laughs> it's probably me. I probably just put repeat. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get my torches and pitchforks out of my exactly. drawers right after this episode or after. But we uh, do do them pretty back to back. Yeah. It's always really, really impressive. You guys are always in the word, which is. Mm-hmm. That's the goal. Yeah. What more can you ask for? When, when the word of when you're in the word of God, it does not come back void, and it's more fun to do it with people. Yes, agreed. I shouldn't say more fun. It is fun doing it with people. It is fun. <laughs> yep, yep. And we get to see the richness of this body that we get to be a part of. When exactly. We do that. Exactly. So you guys are right smack dab in the middle of Philippians, mm-hmm. and you've named it Rejoice. So help me understand. We have. So when we look at the. The letter of Philippians is written by Paul and Timothy, Mm -hmm. and it's written to the Philippian church, which is in modern-day Greece, so Macedonia and that area. And it's the theme all the way throughout is about rejoicing. In fact, I think the word rejoice, if I counted correctly, is used about 16 times throughout the book. And so it's fun to, as you're reading through, it's really not that long. It's only four chapters, but you can see all of the different things in which Paul rejoices. Mm -hmm and why he rejoices in those. And so one of the things that we're looking at as we study this book are those different things in which Paul rejoices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it would you say, Jamie, in your ponderings, <laughs> My ponderings, would you say that rejoicing is kind of a core value of our culture today? Ooh, no. No. I think complaining is probably more of a core Ooh. value. <laughs> I didn't like that. I'm going to go tell somebody about that after this episode. <laughs> go complain about it. <laughs> I think it's. I think rejoicing is in some ways a discipline because it's how we see and perceive the world around us. Mm-hmm. And in Paul's case, especially as we get towards the later portion of the book, we see that he can rejoice in all circumstances. And I think part of that is because he has the perspective, an eternal perspective of what God is doing. And so when you don't have that eternal perspective, it's, easy to not rejoice. Yeah. I was reading something just briefly as I do. I like to skim. <laughs> and it it said, you know, that nihilism is the the natural product of atheism. Okay. The idea that um, in the end, none of it matters. We're stardust and we will return to stardust. And um, there is no 
purpose to our pain or purpose to our success or any of these things, you know, we're going to disappear in a couple of generations anyways. And I always thought that that's really interesting because we have a totally different perspective yes. where this does matter and it is mm-hmm. significant and we can find areas to rejoice that maybe the world has no concept of. Mm-hmm. That is true. Um, I think ha- the fact that our God is a creator God mm-hmm. and if, if somebody creates something, there's usually a purpose to it. Mm-hmm. And it's a des- specific des- specifically designated, excuse me, purpose. And so we have that. That's unique mm-hmm. um, to, as you mentioned, atheists don't have that. Right. And so we have been given this gift of a purpose because we have been created. Mm-hmm. And so it's because of that that we then live the tr- live in that truth that we are created by a creator who is continuing to work in us according to his good purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One verse that's one of my absolute favorites is that God works all things together for the yes. good of those who love him and are called according to his purposes. Yes. And that to me, when I look at God's sovereignty, um, that is where I find that joy bubble up mm-hmm. because the only, you know, it, going through hardship is challenging and I don't want to derail us. We'll, we'll get back on track, Jamie, I promise. <laughs> Apparently I did show up. Yeah. With something to talk about. Um, We're all going to suffer. That's a natural product of sin. Yes. And God makes lemonade out of lemons to use, you know. Beauty out of ashes. Yeah. There you go. Mm -hmm. That's a little more eloquent. (laughs) It's Isaiah 61. I just stole it from there. (laughs) Yes. That is a Jamie Harms original. Join her on her spoken word podcast. Um, where was I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're all going to suffer. We all have suffered and and we know that we will in some measure. Mm-hmm. And what I find scarier than than suffering in the context of a sovereign God is suffering outside of the context mm-hmm. of a sovereign God. Yes. Where it truly is meaningless. And um, so, okay. And hopeless. And hopeless, right. At that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no soil. There's no seeds. There's no fruit. Yes. There's nothing to be salvaged there mm-hmm. in that space. And so... Um, knowing a little bit about Paul's life, I can't help but imagine that he he drew his hope and his rejoicing from the character of God, the consistency of him. and He he had to, and the fact that he was seeing God's work being done and completed. Mm-hmm. In, in Philippians, he's rejoicing even though he's in prison, mm-hmm. and, and he, even though he's seeing other people continue in ministry, and maybe ministry with wrong motives, mm-hmm. but yet the gospel is continuing to go out and he rejoices. And so he he sees that God is doing a work in him, but also in work in other in other ways, and he can rejoice in that and rejoice that God is still at work even in those hard times of suffering. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And everyone needs that message. So, <laughs> so what what are some specific ways, or do you have a specific way in mind that Philippians talks about us rejoicing as believers? Mm-hmm. Well, there there are lots of different elements of rejoicing as believers in the book of Philippians. And I know we've mentioned some, we've mentioned about rejoicing in sufferings. We we get to rejoice in submission. We see mm-hmm. that example in Christ in that second chapter there. We rejoice in our salvation. We rejoice in our sanctification. We rejoice in our fellow believers. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's one that I've been thinking a little more about. about. Sometimes that's not does not come easily or we remember to do it mm-hmm. to stop and look at what God is doing through the lives of others or to realize maybe even if I'm frustrated with somebody I know Kathleen had mentioned this that 
God's not just at work in me. He's also at work in this other person. Yeah. And I can rejoice because of that. Mm-hmm. Even if maybe at the moment it might be causing suffering. <laughs> yeah. Boy, isn't that the truth? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've often heard it said, you know, I'm, I'm glad that God doesn't deal with me in all of my sins. Yes. At once. Yes. Uh, <laughs> in the sanctifi- sanctification process. And yes, I think that's wonderful that, that we should remind ourselves that God is at work in that other person mm-hmm. and he's working on something in their life. Mm-hmm. And it may be totally different than what he's working on in me. And, you know, my snark may be toned down because God's already worked on that a bit, but theirs hasn't yet. <laughs> and so <laughs> you got to have grace. And <laughs> there is there is grace for one another. And it just, it talks a lot about the partnership of the gospel. And I'm like, well, what does that look like? We're so independent. Mm-hmm. What does it look like to partner with somebody yeah. and and then be thankful and rejoice in the fact that we get to partner with somebody? And so even just thinking, you know, who 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 do I partner with on a daily basis? Mm-hmm. for the cause of the gospel. Is it, you know, this friend over here? Is it a leader over here? Is it somebody who I see and I'm encouraged by, even though I'm not with them all the time? Or is, mm-hmm. is that where we put our time or our money, maybe even, and, and what that looks like? And so just trying to unpack that a little bit too. What does it mean to partner well for the cause of the gospel um, and rejoice in the work of others? Yeah. Yeah, it's, that can be a tricky place to be mm-hmm. because there's so much that could be loaded into celebrating others. Mm-hmm. You know, there can be insecurity in yourself. There could be mm-hmm. frustration that you're not in that place. Um, there can be, you know, maybe you don't think you've got negative thoughts about the other person. And so mm-hmm. that is a barrier for you. So how, how do you think examining rejoicing in other people? Ha, can be informative for those barriers that kind of block mm-hmm. us. There, I mean, there are lots of barriers that we can have that you mentioned, and I think we see those in the life of Paul, yet he still rejoices. And so looking at Paul's life was not easy, and I'm sure we know that there was people who maybe weren't as easy to work with. I mean, you know, he and Barnabas split ways, mm-hmm. you know, and so things weren't perfect. He was human, mm-hmm. Um obviously, but he had all of those same issues and yet he still was able to rejoice, even fighting off that jealousy of they're still out preaching and I'm stuck here in prison. And I think a lot of that is that perspective of God is still doing work and I need to remind myself that of mm-hmm. that regularly. Yeah. He is my creator. He is their creator. He is still working in me for his goodwill and pleasure, but he's also working in them and I need to just rejoice in that. So I don't know how much of it is just a discipline of remembering that fact or maybe praying for them Mm -hmm. that often changes our perspective on that person and paul does that here he's praying for these fellow believers in philippi um so maybe that's a starting point yeah i really find because i self-reflect a lot and this Mm -hmm. is one area that is a semi-reoccurring visitor in my life and i i remind myself all the time that the world doesn't need me it doesn't, they don't need Chris more. Mm-hmm. They need Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to be the star of the show in A, B, and C or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I can celebrate what other people are doing. And I think that it's so subtle and sneaky to see how our ego can kind of drag us back into the spotlight. Oh, yes. Just without us even knowing, there really is an ongoing process to mm-hmm. keep yourself humble. It is an ongoing, it's like a daily process. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, moment by moment sometimes. It, it is a daily, but it's also totally amazing that God chooses to use us 
mm-hmm. in the lives of others and and to do things for his kingdom. Yeah. And so there's this humility and awe that he we are able to be used as instruments for his purposes. Yeah. Yep. I think if if we find ourselves frustrated that we aren't there mm-hmm. and that's a barrier, ask maybe ask ourselves why am why am I not celebrating that Jesus is actually mm-hmm. the one Jesus is the one being glorified, lifted up, praised, exalted mm-hmm. as a result of whoever Yes. And if I'm honoring God and glorifying God in a prison cell, writing this letter, <laughs> then who am I to say, God, I'm meant for bigger things. Why am I? Exactly. <laughs> why am I here? And I had one woman talking about kind of the, the feeling of we want to be used all the time. She mm-hmm. goes, but even if you look at Moses, you know, he was 40 years old when that burning bush happened. Mm-hmm. He was 80 years old when all, you know, and so just pointing out different ages and how, Often when we read the Bible, it's so compressed. Oh, yeah. And in reality, it's different seasons where God might call you to do something and he will give you what you need in that season. Mm-hmm. And then there might be a season of just resting and being with him too. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think not taking for granted those those downtimes that we have and being appreciative. Okay. I get to sit on the bench for a little bit, yes. which means I need to rest. Yes. Which... You know, and encourage others. Right. Be that champion. Yeah. And that prayer warrior. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a book I read a long time ago. I was in high school. It was like a God's Shield Bear or something like that. Okay. And it was built around this idea of coming alongside people. I think it was specifically in pastoral ministry, but it's like your angle is to encourage, to build up, mm-hmm. to defend, to protect, to, you know, whoever it is you're supporting in your life spiritually, um, that can be your role. And that is, I mean, everyone wants that. So in your, in your opportunities, you have be that for other people mm-hmm. instead exactly. of elbowing them out of the way. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're all on the same team. <laughs> right. And at different seasons, we have different roles and that we get to play, mm-hmm. but it's all part of this partnership for the gospel, for mm-hmm. God's kingdom that we can rejoice in. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. <laughs> well, that's a good reminder. This whole uh, community thing mm-hmm. isn't always easy. No, in fact, it's always messy. <laughs> yeah. But there's beauty in the mess if you're willing to wade in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that is a, a fantastic reminder for us to take the time and celebrate others. Yes. Be glad that they're out there in the muck and the mire with you. Mm-hmm. And maybe they're the ones who are on the field and you're sitting on the bench cheerleading them. Mm-hmm. Um, but but nevertheless, there's always an opportunity to, to be somebody else's support and encouragement. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And to take that time to tell them, mm-hmm. use your words. Mm-hmm. I'm encouraged by you. Yeah. Thank you. Or I love partnering with you in this way. And mm-hmm. I can see God working in this way. Sometimes... Well, oftentimes I do not use my words often enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and this is an opportunity to do so. That's part of how we rejoice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, you would think it costs so little until you're on the precipice. And then there, there's something inside of you that like. <laughs> it is. Recoils. Just or do it. Pride. Just or, do it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let me. Let me exercise this. Jamie, I appreciate all the encouragement I get seeing you. I mean, I talked about at the beginning of the episode, but seeing your leadership and care and mm-hmm. discipleship of the women in, in your life and ministry is incredible. And seeing you pushing them 
appropriately, you know, into positions where they can grow and be stretched and something that I always appreciate seeing you at work. So thank you. There you go. I appreciate you too, Chris. You you heard that. (laughs) You heard that specifically from me. Indeed. Um, Well, I think that's a wonderful exercise for people to consider Mm -hmm. and and one that probably most people don't consider. Mm -hmm. It's really easy to let complaints fly out of our mouth, Mm -hmm. but not actually the praise. Yeah. So that's been a good reminder for me this week. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One thing this, not to drag this out, one thing that I've (laughs) done, especially with people that are challenging for me, Mm -hmm. as I say, okay, Lord, here's the deal. If it's your will, (laughs) (laughs) turn my heart towards them. Yes. Like whatever it is that's a barrier between myself and them, especially if it's people who maybe are pursuing me and, Mm -hmm. you know, we've probably all had somebody in their life that like, they want to be your friend, but you're not about it. And, um, but there, there've been annoying people throughout my life and I pray, okay, Lord, like, let me see them the way you see them. Exactly. And he's been faithful to that in my life and just stir up an affection. Mm -hmm. Prayer is very powerful in that regard. And I think that's one of the beautiful things about prayer is God will give us eyes to see Mm -hmm. um, others as he sees them and hopefully that love to love them. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. And rejoice in all of that. (laughs) Indeed. Awesome. (laughs) Jamie, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you, Chris. Yes. And thank you for all all the hard work that you're doing with the women's. My wife is a part of that. And so I get to reap the 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 secondary benefits. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listener, hopefully you are encouraged and hopefully you've got another thing to rejoice about. This world Mm -hmm. has unlimited reasons to complain or be bitter or um, spiteful, but scripture has told us a much better, much more beautiful truth that, that gives us lots of opportunity to rejoice, especially in those around us. Exactly. So we will get you guys on the next episode. Bye. Well, thanks for listening. Thank you to our guests for coming and sharing what they've been chewing on in God's Word. We produce these podcasts and release them twice a week. So please subscribe so you don't miss out on one. And don't forget, love God, love your neighbor, and make disciples.